Hi guys and welcome back to Is What It Is. I'm Rachel. I'm Holly. And I'm Yavin. We are now on episode two of season two, which is really <laughs> exciting. <laughs> so girls, uh, jumping straight in, this week we celebrated St Patrick's Day in Ireland, although it was very different to what we have been used to in years gone by. So what way did you spend it? Very quiet. Just in the house, we did definitely have a few drinks because you know it's St Patrick's Day. You have to you celebrate some way. Yeah, <laughs> put on your green clothes yes. and <laughs> um, yeah, and we just watched the races as well, which was quite nice. Ooh, that, that was a good day. Yeah. yeah, it was really nice yeah. actually. And then we played some card games as well. Very chill to normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for anybody that's listening that's not from Ireland, it's not just a cliche. Like St Patrick's Day is a big deal here. It's yeah. massive. It's massive, isn't it? So Even big. It's it's big all around the world well especially in America as yeah well. America even like in parts like Australia people really go all out don't they if yeah. they kind of like if you've got any connection to Ireland people really love it any yeah. excuse to celebrate my <laughs> mum and dad went to New York once on Patrick's Day and <gasps> it, I was so jealous they had like FaceTimed me and I was just like I'm not speaking to you <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go to New York any time of the year. I know. I the only parties. thing was at this time of the year they were Baltic. It was yeah, so, so cold, but yeah. the parades and all it looked amazing. <sighs> yeah, because Americans go all out for. They really do. They're they? so extra. And Chicago, they like dye the yes. river green and everything. Oh my god! I didn't. It's so green. funny because we done a promotional video in work. Um, I work in Galgorm, and we done a promotional promotional video for St Patrick's Day and the videographer edited the river to be green. Oh cool. But oh, everyone wow. thought we had dyed the river <gasps> green. Oh. <laughs> Got a few complaints. Got a few complaints but no it was just the wonders of editing. I know exactly. It's the second St Patrick's Day we haven't really been able to celebrate it. Um, I've seen so many people posting do you remember this time last year on St Patrick's Day everybody thought we would be in lockdown for two weeks. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah two weeks we would have been locked down everybody thought that Hi, was naive. Yeah, I know, and I remember even thinking this time next year, you know, we'll be doing whatever we want to do, we'll be celebrating how we want to. And I just kind of thought this year, of all the people that haven't been home in what would have been now two years, mm -hmm. it's mad, it's just so it's so crazy. Um, but I don't know if you girls seen Siobhan O'Hagan post it on her Instagram. Now, she's an Irish influencer in ballet, and she was asking her followers what they missed about Ireland because obviously she was missing out it being at home. And Although, I wouldn't complain if I was in ballet. I know, <laughs> okay, right exactly. Right enough. Um, probably the warmest, warmest St. Patrick's Day you would have been celebrating. Um, but she got loads of answers from her followers. They said they were missing more things from pennies, like Primark. Mm -hmm. Um, oh my God. I need my socks. I do. My knickers. <laughs> Me and Aaron are fighting over socks right now. <laughs> are you? We've like lost them all. Usually we would go and every month or every other month and get like you know, we top up. But yeah. where, like someone just eats them. Like where do they go? I have literally no idea. Like odd socks. Like, Honestly, everywhere. <laughs> I know it is crazy, isn't it? Um, but they were saying that pennies was definitely one that everybody was missing. Also, she made this point about how one follower said food. And it's really strange because Ireland, we don't have a big food culture. Do you know what I mean? There's not like one thing we're really famous for in terms of food or whatever. But everybody that leaves home misses food. Mm -hmm. It's like mum's home cooking. Chip awesome. shop chips. Yeah. 
wheat and bread. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the bread. Yes. Our food's very wholesome, I think, um, yeah. compared to other. Like, I think when you go on holidays, you like to try out other cultures' food and all, but by the end of the holiday, you're like, I can't wait to go yeah. and just get a pot of stew. I know. <laughs> I think as well, because our country is so cold, you do you crave, like, your potatoes yeah. and your roast dinners, like, the, that yeah. wholesome food. Whereas whenever you're on holidays, it's warm country, it's seafood, salads. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know. I just, potatoes, I'm obsessed. Yeah, oh, potatoes. I feel like I'm a bit of a potato connoisseur. That sounds ridiculous. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favourite type of potato? Mash. Like, a good oh, really? mashed potato. Like, I'm pretty sure I perfect it the best mashed potato. I need to try that. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> what's yours? Roast potatoes. Me too. Oh. Roast potatoes all the way. And I make a great roast potato. Oh, oh. we should, like, have a potato party. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get any more Irish? <laughs> potato party <laughs> this, we were kind of joking but i'm being serious here we should have this also one thing that really stood out from what siobhan was sharing was how one follower said i'm missing ireland and that follower was living in ireland mm -hmm. so siobhan was like obviously that's that hit home as well for her you know that's somebody that's living at home we're wanting to be home they're at home and ireland's just not the same no, like it's just not yeah. the same it's really not like penny people who aren't living in ireland say they miss pennies but we can't get to pennies we either it too. <laughs> yeah it's all those little things but it is just that just that feeling of missing i know i've got loads of english friends that are really keen to come to ireland and experience it and any other time i'm bringing people over you know i just love to have people over i love showing them the country mm -hmm. but it's just not the same like going to the pubs and yeah. meeting random people and going yeah exploring oh, yeah, you definitely can't bring anyone over until this is all over yeah definitely not <laughs> and i honestly like we've been traveling but there's nowhere in the world like ireland on a good day I know. I know. On a good day, this country is it's insane. Most beautiful spots, like um, for St Paddy's Day, um, maybe you've seen on our Instagram. I posted up a few pictures um, of some of our wee home spots, yes. some of our beautiful places that we have, and I was just like flicking through Pinterest, and oh my god, like we live in such a beautiful little place. Yeah. Like you just you get this sense of like proud you do don't yeah. you yeah yeah and i feel like everyone feels that about maybe their own country but yeah definitely i think that is it isn't it because it's not just it, home isn't just the, the beauty of ireland it's also like your our family our friends it's everything we're just so proud of home where is we where the from. heart is exactly <laughs> and do you ever go through tiktok and you see those people places in northern ireland to visit and i'm like where is that yeah <laughs> you've never seen it before yes there, there's some really hidden gems that even I haven't seen yet so yeah there's like loads of places that you haven't even seen that kind of made me think what did you miss this year about St Paddy's Day was there anything in particular I think like the hustle and bustle of like parades and everyone in the pubs the pubs yeah. and every even like on tv there's you know see on like RTA there's always like parades going and it's always just in the background and I don't know I think that kind of thing I missed and I know this is such a Catholic thing to, thing to say but even like going to mass yeah. <laughs> that's it's just like that's not, it's not that like it's just that's kind of like a tradition you know and you can it's just weird when you can't do any of that and you yeah. wake up and you've nowhere to go and 
it's there's no it's just there's no weird. buzz about it. There's no buzz about it. And although it was nice and quiet, but and I, I still had a lovely day, but it's just not St. Paddy's Day. No. <laughs> I was thinking back. We went we went to the Holy Lands to visit you. Mm -hmm. Um, we went to Havana in the port. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, like whenever oh, yes. whenever you were like underage and you couldn't get into pubs you would just go to like a town that everyone seemed to gather yeah and you would just like drink on the streets with all these young people yeah. like, these groups of friends and everyone was dressed in green and everyone was just it was crazy. Like, crazy I was thinking back to this I like okay so let's put it into perspective if you're not from Ireland there are there's stages you go through I think on yeah. St Paddy's Day <laughs> so true so you go from whenever you're probably about 16 15 16 you'll meet up with friends in like a town or whatever and um, when you're a wee bit older you'll have a drink you'll drink on the streets or like in on, on the, the beach. beach or whatever <laughs> and it's it's accepted isn't it because it's St Paddy's Day and all the older people are all in pubs and everybody's yeah. celebrating and then as you got the, get that little bit older you stick to wherever's close to you so for example you go to like a local pub or club and you will all be partying there wearing green and all the rest mm -hmm. of it and then it comes to like the rite of passage which is the Holy Lands <laughs> in Belfast <laughs> So which exciting is, at the time. Which is like the student land in Belfast. And it is carnage. Carnage. mental. I, you can't even describe it, can you? I remember going up on my first time going to the Holy Lands to visit you, Holly. And you were there too, Yavine. And I remember walking through the streets. People had sofas on their front. Yeah, they bring their sofas lawn. from their living rooms. Yeah. <laughs> we done that. It was like, we woke up whenever I lived on Rugby Avenue. And it was my first year of uni. Um, St Paddy's Day, we were like, right, get the sofa out. And everyone was just sitting on the sofa. The sun, it was Sun's always shining on St Paddy's Day. <laughs> we had drink. It was it's great crack. I think it's great crack for first and second year, and then after that, I was like, yeah, over that now. It's like anything around here. People tell you what it's going to be like, so you've got this expectation, yeah. don't you? It's like passed down from the generations. Mm -hmm. I remember going up and people were doing rock the boat um, in the middle in of the, the street. Road. Somebody was like a group of boys were lifting this little smart car around the street, like <laughs> moving, oh literally God. physically lifting the car. And I just remember looking around and thinking, where am I? What on earth is going on? This is a it new world. Crazy. Speaking of roast potatoes, I remember the first time, this was before I was a student when we went up to visit Holly. Yeah. And you took us around to other people's parties and houses. And yeah. I remember being in this boy's house and seeing a tray of roast potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that were blue and fluffy oh, oh my god and I was like this is hardly life up here you're like seriously <laughs> still didn't put me off those videos but <laughs> or going up there to be a student or going up there to but yeah uh, it put yeah. me off of going up there to be a student I definitely did Rachel but boys houses were definitely much worse than girls houses yeah, for sure were, yeah, even yeah. though it was hard to keep it clean because they're just horrible houses in the first place but that was so bad, that house we and went people to. Just, like, people just, in, on St Paddy's Day in Belfast, people just like, run, the out, doors run, open. Yeah, run, out, out of each other, run in and out of each other's houses. Like, yeah. that's just mad. Yeah. Like, you just walk into someone's house, have a house party, right, an hour later, someone else's house. Yeah, <laughs> I remember one time we were sitting in our kitchen and having a pre-drink before we were going to the box. And this boy, it was just outside our window and started knocking on it and then we opened it. He climbed in our window, went to the fridge, ate a yogurt and walked back out again. He was on something. <laughs> he was definitely on something. <laughs> and we just thought it was hilarious. See if that happened now, I'd be like, get out of my kitchen. But we were like, ha ha, this is so funny. This is so <laughs> It wasn't even so bad. It wasn't not. It was just a normal night in the Holy Lands. 
this is absolutely amazing. And I remember just thinking, I can never do this again. Like, this is just too much. Rachel, you're so sensible, though. That was not your thing at all. (laughs) I did have a really good time, but I just remember looking around and being like, this is just not for me. It's just, like, something you had to do. Like, it's just something you had to experience. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you're not... Are you even from here if you've never been to the Holy Lands for St Paddy's Day but But see when I see like Snapchats and all I'm just like I'm so glad I've passed that stage do you know what actually makes me feel so old and I know I'm only coming 26 but my baby brother is going to the Holy Lands all of his little friendship group they haven't even experienced that yet and I'm thinking Oh my goodness. They'll see it all next year. You'll see it all. Oh, that's right. They can't experience it this year. Yeah. Oh, that's actually so quite sad. I'm thinking third years when you settle down, I think this generation that are in are going to be even madder no, in third year. Next year yeah. in the Highlands, if we're all past the coronavirus stage, it's going to be nuts. I know. <laughs> Somebody film that, I tell you. Oh my God. It'll be on the news anyway. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to see what it's like, just go, go on and head into BBC and you'll see it there. <laughs> I know. But it ge- genuinely is. There's no student life like a Belfast student life, I don't think. Well, there probably is, definitely. I know Liverpool and Although, whenever crazy, I went to visit you in Cambridge, Rachel, I loved the halls because you it was like... I don't know, it was really nice. You were living in clean accommodation for, for starters. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know, in halls there's a little bit, you meet new friends. Whereas yeah. in the Holy Lands, you do meet new friends, but you move into a house with your friends. Yeah. And you kind of stick to that little bubble and then you kind of meet other people, but you stick to your friends. Whereas yeah. you're kind of like forced to meet new friends, which yeah. I think is a nice experience. I remember like my first day going over to England obviously I left here and it was I remember even my leaving party not really even saying bye to anybody because I didn't really think ahead I just I don't even know what was going on in my head I just thought I would be going over there and it'd be grand um I remember somebody saying to me, oh, what are you going to do about your accent, Rachel? You know, people will not understand you and everything. And I'm just thinking, what? I was so naive. But whenever I, my first day there, um, I got into my room. My mum and dad left me off, got me everything, got me sorted. And I remember they went back to their hotel room. I said bye to them because they were going home. And I remember just sitting in this room being like, this is it. Like, that's it. They're gone. I'm in England by myself. Like, nobody. I don't know anyone here. I didn't know a sinner. I didn't know anyone. I was in this room. And I just remember they were staying in a hotel up the road. I went to the hotel up the road and started crying my eyes. I was like, don't leave me here. That's a scary move at 18, 19. And when I think, when I actually look at 18 year olds now, I think, oh my God, that was me. Like, I was moving to a brand new country. Like, how my parents even let me? Like, I really... It must have been hard for them too. Yeah, of course. But then again, everyone in your halls is in the exact same position yeah, as position, you. Yeah. So you have to, you know, you have to interact with each other and you have to make friends because, you know, you're on the same boat. So the day I went to bed that night and I knew that they left in the morning and my flatmate came and knocked on my door and was, I just remember like opening it and he was like, hi, you're Irish, you're the Irish one. And I was like, yeah, and he was like, come on out, we're having a drink in the kitchen. And then from then on in, I was like, okay, this isn't too bad, but that whole feeling of, oh, I'm by yeah. myself, it's scary. And you're you just out of your comfort zone. Completely out of your comfort zone. But then just like that, on St Paddy's Day, I made new traditions, everybody, all the English would like celebrate with me and we brought a whole new culture over there. Mm-hmm. But it is scary. And anybody listening, I do, I do feel sorry for the people that, like that generation I said it last week that can experience those things Um, but hopefully next year will bring change and everything
Everybody can do that. Maybe we said that last year. I know. I don't want to even say that because it doesn't. But I do encourage people to leave their hometown if they can. Yeah. It's great to experience. Everybody's different, I know, but I do think getting away is good. Definitely, yeah. Okay, so talking about influencers, this is a subject we did talk touch on briefly um, this week on our own wee group chat um, we wanted to talk about it on here because it's there's kind of been such a stigma around the whole concept of influencers a lot of influencers don't want to be called influencers anymore um, I and I hate that name yeah a lot yeah. of people do there's a lot of stigma around that name especially but what else would you I know would you call them because they aren't influencers yes they maybe influence you by their fashion or their makeup but like yeah. not by their views or yeah I know I don't know, maybe they do though. Well, most recently we have seen one of the most prominent um, things that we've seen on social media and online was one of the girls who had went out to Dubai. There was a lot of influencers that had went out during the lull. Um, obviously Dubai were letting people into the country. Whilst we were in lockdown. Whilst we were in lockdown. And Holly and Philip Schofield covered this on this morning. They had an influencer on, I don't know if you'd seen. Yeah. Yeah. And she talked openly about being in Dubai. She said it was her for her job and so on and so forth. And it, people argued that it wasn't. And everybody had their own opinion and people had a problem with it. I think she dug herself a hole by going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Some She had some good points. Um... That were that were good to back her up, but some were just. <laughs> what did she say? I was like, oh Jesus, you shouldn't have said that. Um, she's like, I'm trying to inspire people to work out, and then Holly was like, by being in Dubai. <laughs> and yeah, they yeah. were like, you not just do that from your house. From your anyway. house Everyone yeah. else has to work out from their home. Yeah. Like you should be. That should be more like inspirational than you going out to Dubai. Yeah. It was out. really there was a lot of flaws there, wasn't there? Yeah. And it kind of it kind of. It built more of a stigma around influencing because people were saying, well, why why does it have to be like that? You know, what makes you different? We, we want to follow you and we are, like, we're committing to following you and being inspired by you and then you do something like this. It was all very, there was a stigma and there yeah. was a lot of people who had a negative reaction towards it. But it did kind of bring us to ask ourselves the question of what our thoughts were on the whole influencing world and the whole concept of influencers. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think? What's your opinion on influencing? I think it's sort of like the new magazine because, you know, if you want fashion tips back before social media, you would have got a mag fashion magazine and you would have went through it and got ideas. Whereas now we go onto Instagram to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously if you're a fashion influencer, if you're a makeup influencer, that way yeah. mm -hmm. um, you might have got an inspirational magazine whereas now we go on to like so like Sinead Hegg if we need a bit of motivation yeah so that I love I love that I really love that side of things but there is definitely a bad stigma they get um you know if they do that one little thing wrong yeah they get they get and that they get really tortured from yeah definitely and that's the thing isn't it even with putting yourself out there I know it's coming out more and more about how people putting themselves out there on social media being influencers or celebrities they're not actually opening themselves up for the amount of hate that they get mm -hmm, yeah. and it's it's something that really needs to be dealt with but yeah. that is exactly it even there's a lot of there's a lot of people that do negatively react to these they people get the keyboard warriors and i just don't think it's right the hate that people get because they put themselves out there i love 
influencers like I love, them. I love yeah. getting makeup tips fashion tips like um also for fitness like I know mm -hmm. certain girls I'll look up to get um inspo for a little workout, for your workout like yeah. you'll get discount off um, leggings, yep. booty bands, protein powders. I love it. I think it's great. Um, and I just think the backlash that they get on their influence on their um, platform is awful. And I was saying to you girls, um, Sam and Billy Fairs, um, I love, we love their programme. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the other day, uh, Sam was showing, she put up a, a picture and her caption was, better days are coming or yeah she she quoted Anne Frank she quoted Anne Frank and it was something to do with oh, what was it Let me the best days have, are uh, yet to come yet yeah to the come. best days are yet to come and I thought I I know and then people started um commenting on her picture saying oh you can't compare yourself to Anne Frank and I just thought that was really harsh I just didn't think it was fair I know it was misconstrued definitely yeah. and I feel like yeah it's what you find online is people do try and pick and okay sometimes things are wrong and people speak up but sometimes people do try and pick fault and everything that these people do yeah. and that must be very hard because uh, yeah. that that's in a way people are twisting what you're saying and your beliefs and what you think i couldn't cope with that lash i couldn't deal with that yeah there's some people that like can deal with it very well and some yeah. people can't and I don't think I could deal with it very well either. I just get frustrated with that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah and I used to think I would always be able to deal with it well until I actually had some backlash and I was like that was really really not easy <laughs> to deal with. Yeah because the thing is you're putting yourself out there regardless of what it is you are putting yourself out there and for someone to turn around and comment negatively these are people you know what I mean and mm -hmm. they maybe are passionate about what they're putting out or what they've said isn't what you've picked it up to be and they have no way of coming back and all of a sudden there's all this hate yeah. um and i think it also takes one person to turn it around so yeah. if say someone's seen sam fair's quote and that one person commented someone might be like actually yeah. yes and that's then everyone it. starts back and exactly that know, going against yeah. her and that's the kind of thing isn't it i i don't know i feel like it does come down to potentially people being jealous maybe yeah. as well like there mm -hmm. maybe is an element of jealousy whether people know it or not bitterness maybe, yeah people are maybe bitter towards these people that have made a go of it because it's perceived as easy um and you know if it was as easy as what people think there'd be a lot more people doing it maybe yeah. um and being successful maybe not doing it necessarily but being as successful at doing it exactly um and i also think it comes down to opinion like people have opinions on everything mm -hmm. um and i just think if somebody wants to do something or if they're doing something let them get on with it yeah. why does how, it bother people so much how like, exhausting yeah. must it be to have such strong opinions about everything yeah. like I know if I have an opinion about something, I just try not to think about it because it actually is. It drains you yeah, worrying about it. It's a lot of energy to give. <laughs> yeah. I save so. that for yourself, honey. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, so who, unless you're actually close with that person, I don't know why it would affect you so much. Honestly. Yeah. Or if it actually was offensive. If something's offensive, obviously, like, you know, stand you're up for what you believe in. Yeah. But my goodness, some things that people comment on is just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, we also decided to put the whole 
concept of influence and in context of our own lives and we put it we thought about it in terms of our partners so if our partners became influencers um, would we be able to support them now we put out a poll asking you guys what you would do if your partner came home and told you he or she was going to be an influencer would you support their deci decision um, and 61% of you said that you would support them so would you girls support your partner if he decided to become an influencer yes I would support him and if he did well and he became an influencer I would I would be so proud I'm like yes that is my man um, but then for Max to ever become an influencer there is such a slim chance because he is such a private person <laughs> yeah. so I think I'm okay so yeah, it's, that's, hard, it's yeah. hard to um, it's hard to comp like tell unless it happened I think yeah. yeah like I would like to say yes I would be so supportive but I think it's more than a yes or no answer yeah like I would obviously be so supportive as well like yes and Aaron actually does do a lot of posting on social media for his job um, which I'm always so supportive of but I think when if they got like a lot of attention from maybe girls um, in a certain post would that affect you um, yeah. you know things like that would you be like oh that's actually really annoying <laughs> all these girls are liking his photos but I'm like you Holly I had said that to you I was thinking like I would 100% support Callum whatever he decided to do but the chances are so slim so I think it's very easy for me to say yes of course I would support him yeah um until, but, it, until, it, until it happened as long as he was giving you the attention and he wasn't you know getting his confidence off the phone yes. and his platform you know you were still getting that same amount of attention and love yeah, you know of course. yeah <laughs> making but, sure you're okay with and it and i think they would be like if you became unsupportive they probably wouldn't give you that attention but if you were like being so supportive with them they would yeah, yeah. that's true um, it depends how you handle it yeah and like personally i really don't think I would have a problem with Calm becoming an influencer or if he suddenly got a big following or got all this attention I really would like to think that I wouldn't care and as long as he was being authentic that's the other of thing course, if yeah. he was being authentic to what he was promoting I think that's a big thing too mm -hmm. um because then his following would be people that are following him for that reason yeah. depends on their content you know say for like example Aaron because he posts about fitness and health things that he's passionate about things that he's passionate about he'll get a different type of audience yeah where if he like if one of our boys was like um his their content was topless and being sexy yeah. their exactly audience it, would yeah. be so different yeah so then maybe i probably would be jealous because yeah. there would be a lot of mad <laughs> girls and boys out there yeah, yeah. so as long as he was his, his influence was over something he was passionate about was authentic towards yeah that's fine i'm just <laughs> laughing thinking about imagine all three of them decided they were going to become influencers could you imagine <laughs> And they we started promoting things for the sake of it, like gummy bears, or I don't even know what they would promote. It's unrandom. They were like, we're, we're going to go, well, all three of us are going to go out for a content day. <laughs> I'd be like, what? Well, as long as you promote our podcast and it's all right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if it's something they're passionate about and it's something that they want to do, why not? But I just cannot imagine them I know it's, I know it's obviously yeah out of all of them I do think the only one I could imagine would, would really be Aaron I said that to you earlier even because yeah. of the job he's in yeah. and you know he's good at what he does and when he's on and he's chatting that's something he's really good at mm -hmm. but I it's guess. so funny seeing him record as we um videos <laughs> he gets so frustrated like it is hard that's what i'm saying people think it's easy but it's can you imagine putting up a camera and talking into it it's very nerve-wracking yes. and bless him he sits for about two hours trying not making a post and he makes sure it's perfect and he, yeah. he puts a lot of effort in for but i guess he has to for his job so i know it is a lot of work 
We did touch on there being a stigma surrounding social media and one of the main stigmas surround filters. So people filtering their photos and so on. This month, I don't know if you guys have seen, a lot of influencers have taken filters off their photos. We had people like uh, Penny Thoughts, uh, local girls, so Penny Thoughts, Sinead Haig, El Pearls. El Pearls. Um, they all took filters off their photos and it was refreshing to see it for sure but what are your girls thoughts on fillers? Well I think there's like a creative side of fillers I love editing photos just you know even getting the sky bluer or you know making the grass greener making you know yeah. you do yeah. to make your and you like to look at an aesthetically pleasing photo you do yeah and I like to use like the same filler every time to try and make my feed look all consistent <laughs> um but then that's very, it is very refreshing. You know, when I do take photos, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I really like them. But then once I do put a filler on it, I'm like, actually, I do like that. It makes it look so much more professional. It does. So you can see, you can see like how it can make a person look better. When it comes to yeah. colours or your outfit, it's a dull day, especially in this country trying to get a brighter, good light photo. Mm. It's hard. So you do have to edit the colour, the background. But whenever it comes to a face filter mm -hmm. I don't see the harm in it I think I feel like I know that it's that that's not real like yeah. it, you know I feel like I know that and you know if someone puts up a story and you can see the little um edit the little uh, yeah. filter and you try it on yourself and you're like oh my Whoa. god I look so different yeah <laughs> Do you, know you have to like imagine that they don't look like that I don't like the Instagram filters I look botched with an Instagram yeah. filter yeah. I feel like that as well I'm like oh my god this is not what I look like <laughs> yeah I know and I'm the same as you girls I feel like as silly as it sounds I've came to kind of I understand my relationship with social media now and it is for me a creative outlet yeah you know before I wouldn't have posted it because I would have been I didn't post a lot on social media but now I'm like no I can be creative and just like you I'm like filters are for creative purposes mm -hmm. and we know when this like us we have that overview we know that those people that are putting out great content they don't look like that 24 7 of course it is a filter yeah you know we're very aware of that so i feel like as long as people are aware mm -hmm. of those things it isn't really a problem yeah. it might be quite nice and i have seen someone else or a few other people do this as well where they put um the filtered photo and you know do a carousel and then they put the filtered yeah. photo first and then the non-filter photo is second yeah. so your face still looks aesthetically pleasing but you're still showing the real photo yes, yeah, as well. that's a great idea I yeah. That. yeah I do think that people shouldn't be heavily reliant on them so if for example we use them as in what you're saying for creative purposes so maybe doing something like that there is good because it shows oh actually well this is what it looks like but this is why I like it to look like on my feed yeah um but if we were heavily reliant on filters, I think that would be a problem. Yeah, and you know, in the past, I have been heavily reliant on filters. Yeah. Um, and I did have to be like, yeah, I need to stop that <laughs> because it's yeah. not good for my own purpose, like my own reasons. Yeah. And obviously, not good putting that out there yeah. either. It's also the fear of you using a filter and then someone um bumping into you in the street and then them walking yeah. away and be like she does not I look know. like what her instagram looks yeah. like I do that gives me the fear i do think about that as well actually and i feel like as long as we all approach instagram i feel like instagram's there to stay that is it this is there is a, there's a life on instagram but as long as we understand that that is it that's instagram life when we step out of there that that's yeah that's not what we look and I like think people, or, i think people are growing to know that yeah you know, it's not was, real life yeah there's a girl i follow um i actually met her in the boohoo thing i done and she's grew massively since 
um, I met her and she is so raw on her Instagram. It's really? like the rawest person I have ever met on stories. She does not give a toot. She's just on there lying in bed, just woke up. No way. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, class. I love her. It's class. See, it's Chloe Devlin okay. and I'll go give her a follower because she is okay. like, really refreshing to find. I wish I had the confidence to do I that. Know, I would I love know. to do that. <laughs> but then I think for me that isn't like going back to like my relationship with social media, for me that isn't like I just I will post a photo that I think is aesthetically pleasing. I'm not overly interested in going onto my story and chatting because I just don't feel like people would want to really hear what I have to do. you know I what I mean? That's not my vibe. Like, I don't think anybody would be interested in me waking up and talking into a camera. So I feel like it is about relationship. It's like what you want to put out there. Mm -hmm. For Chloe, her creative outlet would probably be being raw, being very... She's given... She's probably given a sense of positivity. She's very positive. Yeah, like, that's great for a younger generation and that's her creative outlet. It's her style. It's her style. But for us, I don't feel comfortable doing that, so I shouldn't have to. Exactly. (laughs) That's what we all have to come to terms with. It's our relationship with it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I seen Chloe Kardashian had put up um her favorite memories of the nineties, and her favorite memory was being present in the moment mm-hmm. and not having cell phones. Imagine that was taken away from us for however long, and we had to just be present. I really try to be. It depends on your work. I think it depends. Like for, for us, like with our podcast, I have never been on my phone more in yeah. my whole entire life than I have since true. we have started this podcast. Because I'm constantly looking at Pinterest for social media, we're researching stuff, we're talking to each other like my phone time has gone up so much but if this wasn't our lives and this wasn't work I would I would be trying to stay away from my phone yeah, so much yeah. but because of all this I'm on my phone so much more but I think that's okay in a sense because it is yeah. work um and I don't I'm like I have to say I'm quite good at when I'm with like family or whatever putting my phone away and sometimes I get annoyed at myself because then I don't have any photos of memories and I actually do like on Christmas day I think I got two photos and I was like flip sick I should have got more but I was in the present moment and I was enjoying and had a lovely day at the same time so no I think that's good I think it's the memories that you'll remember I know you've got photographs to an extent but I think it's being present is so Mm, important it's so important it's so important and like for for you Holly I'm the same like I feel like my screen time is I wouldn't even tell you what it is at the minute because of what we're doing and stuff like that there but in terms of actually being present in the moment I feel like it is quite hard I find it hard to switch off and maybe it's more so recently because obviously we're doing stuff I feel Mm -hmm. like I should always be on hand to chat or talk or Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean um, whereas I think we could take a leaf out of your book, Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Being more present is definitely. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't even mean to do it. I just like lose my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about there, it. There is times where I'm like, it's like seven o'clock, and I'm like, right, no, go and put your phone in the other room. Sit down. You do like if someone needs you for an emergency, they'll get you somehow. You know. We did talk. Remember we talked about this way back when when we started the podcast. We talked about how you were so stressed remember with your work because you were constant it was around Christmas time and you were very very busy and we were saying to you like put your phone away like anybody that can find you and now we're we are the ones that are sitting on our phones stressing out I yeah it is right you have to just put your phone (laughs) away you know what though my mum kind of would scold me a bit if she if it was like a family event and so would Aaron actually you know he'd be like yeah if we're watching a movie he'd be like will you get off your phone yeah Callum does that all the time but I just don't (laughs) listen to him god love him but sometimes I'll think you know this come on like it's work leave it yeah or whatever it is that I'm doing I'm like you know that it can wait exactly like you Holly it can wait Mm -hmm. so we that's something we probably need to get we did prior to it prior to Prioritize. Prioritize. Prioritize our time <laughs> for work and life. life. 
I know and I just feel like whenever you are starting something off or whenever you are you know just in the midst of beginning something you have to commit that extra bit of time it just has True. it just it has to be done I and think. you know the way you said but you always feel like you have to be on hand with whatsapp I think whenever I send in like ideas or a message I don't expect an instant reply yeah. at all like I'm just like I'm just sending it in so I don't forget about it yeah no I know <laughs> and then you can think of it whenever you look at it yeah <laughs> I know it's yeah I feel like as we as it goes on it'll be a little bit different but anyone out there that's listening and is struggling at the minute with prioritizing or if you feel like you're not that present if you walk away from event an event and you've got all these photos but you feel like you weren't actually in the moment or you were stressing about something I feel like this is like your time just this is your call and this is your sign to just take time and prioritize and be in the moment and just enjoy where you are mm -hmm. yeah filters and social media arguably come hand in hand but as well as filters surgery also is up there as well I think um we kind of see how widely accepted both are now within society you know people are more open about surgery so what are your thoughts on cosmetic procedures I think that the filler or the fillers especially the Instagram ones that literally give you bigger lips tiny fillers tiny nose tiny noses <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I thought I want that in real life go <laughs> <laughs> to a surgeon show them the phone it's is Give me that. <laughs> so I can see like uh, I can see how people feel very pressured. I just think if you're thinking about doing that, please make sure you're happy and confident before you go in and do that. True. But and you know, don't expect this to like change your confident levels. Yeah. It's, yeah. Confidence comes from within. Yeah. So as long as you're not doing it for that reason, I think it's fine. Yeah. Doing something like if it if it makes you happy then I think fair enough but make sure you, you are doing it for the right reasons and yeah. not for anybody yeah. else for you I think it's really important in terms of influencers and say surgery or fillers or whatever it may be I feel like it's very important I feel like they've got an obligation to be very honest about what they have had done yeah do you know that kind of way so I feel like if somebody has have had a filter or has had some surgery or whatever it may be they are honest about it um do you know what I mean? If you've got a big following, I do feel like yeah. if you've had a drastic change in your face, it should be you should be made aware because you, you have got someone... a young following thinking, oh well, that's what you should look like, and yeah. that's what people naturally look like. We we talked about an influencer recently, and we had said about her, and we had said, oh my god, she looks amazing, and she had said that she had had some stuff dissolved and whatnot, and it turns out she hadn't. So oh yes. people are looking at her and thinking that's how you should look naturally, and actually, that's not how she looks naturally. So I think. As influencer, you have got the obligation to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, but I seen, I don't know if you girls follow Courtney Green. She's on the Nia's Essex. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's like really cute. Um, she had a wee, uh, like a fill, filler or fill, filler in her nose. So she had like a tip in her nose. Oh. And she, yeah, she was saying that basically um, she put it up. She was like, this is what I've had done. I've had a little filler in my nose. And she's like, I have abs I absolutely love it. She was like, I've thought long, long and hard about having it done. She was like, I've really worked on myself, but this is what I wanted to have done. So I've had it done. And she like wrote big letters. I am not promoting surgery or fillers, but this has worked for me. And I thought that was really, really honest very and open. And it was very yeah. good way of putting it across. But then again, you say, you, you, like if you've got a big influence, you should say what you've had done. But then, 
but then again they probably get scrutinized but then again if i see someone has got something done i'm like oh i want that i know so then okay. you are influencing people to get surgery you are like no matter what you say yeah i'm not influencing you do look at them and be like oh my god that's really nice i like the way they look i want yeah. that so you know you can take it from two ways i was thinking that too Holly. Yeah. yeah i don't know i feel like regardless of whether or not it is I don't know if it's not promoting as long as they make it clear what's been done because I just feel like there's such young girls that just compare themselves constantly to these girls and they think that they don't look normal and mm -hmm. actually these people have paid to have yeah. this stuff done I do understand what you mean okay that can be seen as influencing because they're putting out what they've got done but as long as they stipulate like the way Courtney said I'd worked to myself and this was something that I really struggle mm -hmm. with and I really want it done yeah but please do not be influenced like this is my own choice yeah but people are going to know the girl that's looking at her and if she hadn't mentioned it is looking at her and thinking she's got a f an, an unreal nose gets upset and annoyed because they naturally don't have that do you know what i mean yeah it's, get there's, that side of there's a round there's like a constant yeah. circle yeah i just think honesty is probably the best policy you also yeah. have to like, bear in mind um, how addictive it can get yeah as well um you know lip fillers specifically yeah people love there was that whole phase i think thank god we're past it now yeah. <laughs> but the whole phase of the huge lips yeah mm. and i seen um a tiktok um I know, i'm always talking about tiktoks I love and, uh, it was a girl and she was putting up um how small lips are beautiful yeah. and she um had all these celebrities who all have small lips yeah. and i was like oh my god like black lively um oh i can't remember anybody now but um i was just like i know yeah it's like it's just because it's an in thing at the minute but then next year it won't be yeah you know it's just these in trends that come and go you know exactly yeah, and so that's great. why it's so poignant to be like you know be a hundred percent on what you're going to do especially if it's surgery if it's actual surgery that you're going to go under a knife to change something yeah you have to be so aware of what you're about to do and really try and work on what it is before you have something done. Personally, I'm a scaredy cat. I couldn't think of... I just... The idea of fillers or surgery really scares me. Yeah. Um, and you hear all these horror stories as well about how people get it done and regret it or... And I just... Even, like, getting my ears pierced, like, I'm, like, so stressed. I don't know. I'm, like, I wonder if I don't want this in, like, a year's time. Tattoos just wouldn't be for me because yeah. I'd change my mind. But I don't have a problem with people doing it. I just think, just educate yourself. Don't feel pressured into doing it. Work on yourself before you even think about doing it. Going back to Chloe Devlin, um, last month she got a boob job and she put the whole entire journey on her wow. story. I mean, everything. And I was so invested. Yeah. <laughs> and I that's I thought it was quite good as well. Like, it's what you're saying, Holly. Or no, you're saying, Rachel, you need to be transparent about it, which I yeah. thought was really nice because I think she has quite a young following. Yes. Um. So, of course, if she's going to go on the next day with big, bigger boobs... You can't yeah. really cover that, can <laughs> I you? Mean, you can't hide it. So it's the honesty is the best policy. Yeah. You know, don't and you know, explain it. If you've had a bad time or if you know, you have if you've worked on yourself, explain to them how you've worked on yourself. If you haven't worked on yourself, you know, all these things, I think be very transparent because yeah. you have like for, like we've said, influencing isn't overly easy because you have got a responsibility, whether you like it or not, to your followers. Yeah, exactly. I just it was really good though. I actually really enjoyed the whole journey. But um, I guess I suppose is it promoting it to a young a younger audience that having a big job is 
normalised. I guess you can look at it in two it's ways. It's always going to be two ways, isn't it? It's like a matter of opinion. It's just like the trolls. Like, yeah. you know, you pick up what they want to pick up. But I do think... You yeah. want to be scrutinised if you've got a following, no matter what you do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You can literally give to charity and someone will say oh, they will. charity. <laughs> or they'll, they'll say you're showing off. Yeah. Um, but I... No, do you know what actually stuck with me whenever we were talking about surgery and stuff there? Do you ever watch um, Dirty Dancing? You know, Jennifer Grey, mm-hmm. the baby? She obviously wasn't happy with her nose, but if you watch Dirty Dancing, like she's beautiful, like yeah, everybody yeah. thinks she's stunning. She is. And pulled it off. Like. Oh, <laughs> stunning! And she got a nose job and never worked again. Cause she no was known way. because for she that. was known for her look, and her, the nose job changed her face that much. You know, but like I just think these things make you have a personality. You know, like your the way your eyes are the way your nose is the way your jaw is whatever like that gives you that personality as long as you have confidence you can pull it off you can pull whatever like it is confidence and like your inner self you know who's great for that stacy sullivan she is fantastic at really like embracing herself like you know every little flaw that you may think that you have she's really she she loves it and she promotes self-love and i feel like that's something i'm really loving about this generation is how there's a a kind of a switch and how people are really embracing each other and supporting each other and pointing out even if it's something that you particularly don't like people are more likely to work on it before yeah. they go and get something done. Yeah. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Do you think that that's something like people yeah. are more open to working on themselves yeah. nowadays? I was um, talking to my mum the other day about this and I was saying, you know, there's a f- I'm sure there's like older ladies um, who don't really understand, you know, young this younger generation, you know, posing yeah. and doing selfies. And mum was saying, you know, um, but yeah, that's just that's just your generation to love yourself. Like that's just like, your generation to embrace yourselves. And I was like, yeah, that is true. You know, our generation, we do like. I think we are a good generation. Down to our mums, like my mum, like all of our mums are so supportive in that sort of aspect. I feel like they have empowered us to be yeah. who we are, and I feel like that's sort of down to them. Yeah. And obviously, they come from a generation that probably wasn't so much like that. Yeah. But they've obviously passed it to us, and now hopefully we can be like that towards the next generation. I guess get so embarrassed as well like going to family events um hearing like my uncles or cousins and they kind of be like oh are you going out to take a wee photo or something you know like Mm. making fun of you and I'm just like just leave me alone and let me take my photos okay (laughs) (laughs) don't mention it (laughs) it gets me so embarrassed but is it like it's an enjoyment factor it's a creative thing isn't it um yeah so so it is creative it's a creative outlet for you to be like that it's not that you love posing and you love yourself that you just love but i love putting outfits together you love putting outfits together your makeup Mm -hmm. your hair like all those things and i feel like it's not until you're in a certain so say for instance it's not until you have a following or you're following people or whatever until you have that little community that you actually realize that there are people out there that appreciate that as well yeah and they know that you're not just posing for the sake of posing or into it you enjoy doing it Yeah. yeah okay guys we've come to the end of this week's podcast thank you for listening in you can find us on spotify and apple podcast and make sure to tune in next Sunday at 7pm as usual and before then let us know what you want to hear because we want to make sure that we are talking and chatting about what you guys are interested in so yeah make sure and do that over on our Instagram page 
Definitely. So also guys, we are really keen to get a guest on this season again. I know you guys loved hearing from Tara last season. So let us know who you would like to hear from. We have got a couple of people in mind, but again, we would love to know who you would like to hear from. And until next week, take life as it comes and remember, it, it is what it is.